Nobody Asked on Open Lines Radio is brought to you by Synergy Creative Systems. Synergy Creative Systems uses multiple social media and online platforms that operate independently as freestanding entities to post killer content that discreetly work in conjunction with each other to build robust and enduring images and brands through promotion by proxy. received a piece of advice that when you were hearing it you were like what is this person even talking about and then it actually like turned out to be good advice i can think of well i i don't know if it was i have i have advice that i've been given that i think was kind of unexpected but not necessarily and turned i guess it turned out to be good um uh, I didn't like one of them. I didn't, I, I thought I, I have two examples. I, one of them, I didn't use, I'll just start with this one. So when I was like 12 years old in junior high school, like seventh or eighth grade, uh, I had a, a kid tell me that I should, uh, my, my jawline wasn't, <laughs> my jawline wasn't prominent enough. And this so was his, like a kid your own age. Yeah. He was a year older than me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, told me I should, I should, um, I should chew. I should chew tobacco, <laughs> put the cut in the bottom lip to uh, bring my chin out a little more. And I remember being pretty, I, I had no idea what he was even talking about as a, as a, you know, older, I, I get what he's saying, but like, um, but it, I, so I, I didn't take the chewing tobacco advice, but I definitely, it, it definitely put on my radar, the appearance of my chin. <laughs> so I like, I, uh, even to this day, I just kind of wear a five o'clock shadow and sometimes let the facial hair grow out. Um, do you think you have a, a weak chin? I don't know if it's so much a weak chin as much as I think in our family DNA, we were prone to a more round face, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and so I think that just the rounding just hides the chin a little bit um, unless you're like super, super lean or whatever. And I, I like, for example, during the early stages of the pandemic, I thought I'd joke around with the family and everybody's, everybody's home, you know, and you're not going out and interacting a ton. And so I shaved with, with a razor for the first time in years. And it was a, it was kind of a calamity for everybody in the household, <laughs> including the kids. And uh, they did not like it. Huh? They didn't. But yeah, so that was, I mean, that was a little bit unexpected, but truthfully, you know, here I am 30 some odd years later and I'm still, still abiding by, by the, the general principle behind it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I haven't um, shaved in uh, since 2008. <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, I've trimmed up, but sure. I haven't had a clean face since 2000, since October of 2008. I know that yeah. because um, since I got married, 
I never shaved again. I never had a clean. My <laughs> wife has never been with a clean shaven husband. Well, I'm curious the reason for that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's similar. It's not that uh, I thought I had a weak chin. I just feel I have a fat face. Oh, okay. And I just don't like the look of my face in the mirror okay. without it being covered up. It's the same. I mean, it's the same thing you say where we're prone to this round face. Yeah. And uh, just, I just don't, I don't like the shape of, I don't like how my face is just fat. I have a fat face. <laughs> so. Well, I guess facial hair is kind of like a, it's kind of like eyeliner, right? You can, you can kind of tweak a little bit to, to make uh, shades and, and uh shapes that you want on the face so yeah i get yeah. it i get well, it totally you can you can trim down around the chin mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. your face look thinner so yeah i do i i, I feel that it sucks that uh those people that the things you hear when you're a kid that yeah. stick with you yeah well I, I i this is this is um i i mean just something i'm curious if you do this so i i have seen people talk about the way you pronounce your chin more is you um you if you're trimming it up you leave it longer on the chin and then like slowly fade it so it's it's um shorter up kind of by your ears and then like kind of fade it into its to its longer do you do that yeah i'm while i have had a beard for the past 14 years or whatever Uh I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know <laughs> when it comes to trimming or man. I remember, um, well, I think we talked about it last week about how, uh, about the same thing about tying the tie. There wasn't a, a dad in the house to teach me to shave. And I remember, um, there was a little uh, brief time there, uh, where we were living with our grandparents Yeah, and that's right when, uh, puberty hit mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I would sneak into our grandpa's uh, bathroom and, and shave my little, you know, sixth grade mustache that would sure. come in. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I didn't want anyone to know. I was so embarrassed. I don't know why, but it was like, I would shave this, my mustache. Uh, and I, ne- I never, never have used shaving cream. Yeah, me neither. Even when I would, even when I had a, when I would shave a clean face, I would never, yeah. I'd never use shaving cream. Cause I just never, I just, as a kid growing up, it was never there. And so yeah, I just yeah. learned to shave without it. Right. And that reminds me when we were living in that house, when uh-huh. I was hitting puberty, I was yeah. in sixth grade. And that year was already kind of tough because uh, we had, I was, in, I was in sixth grade and I was running for student body vice president. I had all these mm-hmm. friends at the school mm-hmm. and then we moved halfway through the school year. Gotcha. Uh, to our grandparents' house. And then with one month left in the school year. And I just, and then finally I ease into that and I'm finally get, making friends there. And then we moved again out of mm-hmm. that, out of our grandparents' house and into a house. Mm-hmm. And um, with one year, I mean, one month left in the school year. So it was like, how do you, in six, in, when you're at that age, man, it sucked. But wait, wait, did you switch schools in sixth grade? I didn't realize that. I switched schools twice in sixth grade. Oh, I, that that's news to me. Yeah, we were living in um, Upland, California. Uh-huh. And our, our parents bought a house in Utah, or our, 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 we were going to move to Utah, and so our dad moved to Utah to he was a, he had a job, but he was looking for a house, and so we moved in with our grandparents for I don't know six months, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not even that long, while they found a house because they had already sold the house we were living in, and so yeah, so I moved. So in sixth grade, I moved 
from Upland to Hacienda Heights and then to Utah. Okay. So I went to, I had, I was in three different elementary schools in sixth grade. Yeah. And in that middle one <laughs> where we were living with our grandparents and I hadn't thought about this until just now, um, there was this kid that lived around the corner um, from us and I'd walk home from school with him and he told me, cause he like had an older brother who was kind of a dick. And mm-hmm. so he had told me that if you got zits, that meant you were touching yourself. And everyone <laughs> would know you were touching yourself if you got zits. <laughs> and, so, and so I was horrified because you're at that age where zits are coming in. <laughs> and he was probably, he probably believed it too. It was probably mm-hmm. honest information that sure. he was giving me. I think, I think he got bum information from his brother. Oh man. And that's, that's awesome. kind of something that, that was like a, a, a terrible time to hear that <laughs> because there was nothing you could do. And you're like, I promise I'm not touching myself. <laughs> I thought everyone was going to know <laughs> or think I was doing it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that was a bad piece of advice that I got. <laughs> it didn't turn out to be true, <laughs> but, but yeah, but, but, um, so yeah, so I never really learned to shave. So I'm not very good at at trimming it. Um, so I just have like an electric trimmer that you know I have yeah. to put it on the highest setting to trim mm-hmm. it. But right now it's pretty shaggy. I'm kind of letting it go. Let's yeah. See how long I can grow up before I get tired of it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What about you? Any other piece of advice that was unexpected or didn't know where it was coming from? Yeah, I I think I've talked about this before um, somewhere. And through the years, so I don't know if it's on a previous podcast, but it's not that anyone's ever listened to them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so um, our stepdad um, had this big uh, van, big mm-hmm. old van, mm-hmm. and he used to, because uh, he used to drive the carpool to work, and so he would have this big van, and it would bounce around. It was a clunker. Yeah. And I remember one morning in the winter, I had a cup of hot chocolate like we had stopped at the gas station I don't remember where we were going I was sitting in the front seat and he and I was driving I was holding this hot chocolate and he hit a bump and you know the whole thing and my hot chocolate like spilled yeah and he said to me you got to ride loose in the saddle Mm -hmm. and that's always stuck with me that's kind of been my motto going through life is riding loose in the saddle have mm-hmm. I talked to you about this before? Have we talked to this in one of our at, previous at some point? I remember hearing something about that of this podcast. Yeah, and so that's kind of always the way. And and you just and, and then like that, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you stupid mm-hmm. old cowboy. Yeah, yeah. And then it hits you like like you hold on to that cup of hot chocolate too tight, and you hit a bump. Of course, it's going to spill. You got to move with the bumps in the road. You know. Yeah, yeah. You got to move with that horse run running. Mm-hmm. Got to be one with it. Yeah. You got to be loose. You can't ride so tight that you ride tight in the saddle. Your your ass will hurt it by the end. <laughs> yeah, there, there is some wisdom, some cowboy wisdom there. That's that's uh, pretty legitimate. Yeah, yeah. That's that's so. That's all. I've always that's the one thing that that guy gave me <laughs> <laughs> of value. That yeah. and how not to behave. Yeah. Sure. That's uh, that's always some some pretty good advice too. But it goes to show you that that because uh, he wasn't the greatest guy, mm-hmm. and it goes to show you that even some you you can get with you don't just because someone's a jerk you can still take wisdom from them. 
yeah, it's complex. You know, even good pe- good people do bad things. Bad people do good things. That kind of crap. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So is that it? That's your advice? That's the best thing you got? Oh, man, <laughs> so I actually... A, you got a weak chin? <laughs> I, I, the, probably the best piece of advice I was given. Um, so I, I have a job where I have to dress up every day. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, the, the, the fashion changes. It seems like these days the baggy clothes are coming back in. But you know, for a good decade or so, kind of the slim fit, even the skinny fit, kind of tight wearing pants were kind of the thing, right? And yeah. Um and and pleats, you know, not pleats. my look. Yeah. <laughs> and and pleats aren't really a thing for uh um work pants or uh, like uh, slacks or whatever anymore. And and so like flat front, flat flat front is the way to go. And um I so, and I, I have a variety of clothes I wear for work. Cause I, I mean, I, five days a week, I've got to wear something, you know? And so, um, my wife once told me you know, the oat, like tan color pants, like oatmeal colored pants, you know, the tight yeah. flat front oatmeal colored pants that those are, those are too revealing <laughs> and don't <laughs> like gray sweatpants <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know what you probably shouldn't wear those to work anymore and uh <laughs> so Is it I, the color I, it's gotta be it's gotta be i think i think dark color pants the shadows blend into the color of the material you know what i mean but yeah. like a, a light color um it's got like jim gaffigan has a whole bit about the worst the worst uh color of t-shirt on him is the nude color you know t-shirt yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure it's the same idea um yeah that's why you never hear about like uh you never hear women talking about guys in sexy navy sweats (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly no but i i think probably in a like on a more serious thing like probably the best advice i've been given was um actually like a piece of work advice where I, i work in a leadership role and my personalities, I'm not, I'm not an alpha male. I'm not the type of guy who's just like, Hey, everybody follow me, get behind me kind of guy. Um, and, um, I had a, a boss once tell me, you just gotta, just gotta own your role. And, and I guess in some ways it can seem unhealthy because you're like separating your personality, but the truth be told, like sometimes the thing I found is that you, you you, you have to like, just like going in somewhere with confidence. I remember there was a radio host years ago um, was talking about when he would read stories on the, like the morning show, the local morning show. He was talking about when you'd read stories on the, um, on the radio, if you didn't know how to pronounce a name, the trick is just, you pick your pronunciation and you just say it with conviction and, and you just keep going. Like that's the way it's supposed to be pronounced. And like, like on a weird, like almost like metaphysical level, I, th- I think that there's some, there's some wisdom in that, that sometimes like people, people just want to feel like somebody's in charge, like somebody knows where they're going. And the thing you realize, like, as you get older and as, like, it, like, for example, as a parent, or if you're in a job where you have leadership responsibilities, you realize that like, you, know, you don't know any more than anybody else. Um, you 
are just in a position where you have to make decisions. And so sometimes you just have to like go, just own that role, do the best you can and say something with confidence. Um, Cause that's kind of what people are, are looking for. And, and, and that's been actually really good advice because like you, you grow into that stuff, but it's also kind of scary too, because I think it applies to many, like whether it's sometimes like with political leadership or religious leadership or um, just interactions in general, a lot of times people don't really, <laughs> they don't really know anything, you know what I mean? But sometimes if you say it yeah, with con- yeah. conviction, um, it's believable. You sit there, you think that you, you go through life thinking like, man, I just don't know anything. Like, how are these people getting this information that they know Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. just don't? Yeah. Nobody does. It's just some people have the ability to BS their way like they do. Right, right. Well, and I think it goes like a couple ways. Like some people have a, a really strong confidence and they believe that they're right, even though they may totally be wrong. They believe that they're right. And so they they live that way. Like the whole perception is reality kind of thing. And then there's, other, there's other people who I think maybe are a little more introspective, a little more reflective, like to like consider um, the alternatives and, and really like compare and contrast things. And sometimes if you're in, and I, I consider myself some, I, I like to, whenever I'm in an argument, I try to like see both sides a lot. And sometimes that just keeps, you just feel like you're spinning your wheels. And, and sometimes you do just need to like, pick a direction and go for it. And there's usually not a right answer. It's usually just there's, there's like pros and cons to everything. There's, you pick this decision, this bad thing might happen. And this good thing might happen. You pick the other way could be good and bad things that happen. And sometimes you just have to just go with it. Um, anyway. Yeah. And, and on that front, are there, is there a time that you can think of where you were absolutely something that you thought you were hundred percent correct on. And then you thought you realized you were wrong and you had to like, totally like figure out how to change your yeah. persona while still saving face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens now? A lot of people that realize they're wrong, just keep going with it because yes. they don't want to, um, or, or they go even, they go harder and harder. Yeah. You know, they, they, they fall into it even harder because they just don't want to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that happens all of the time. Um, I, I'm, and I've been in that situation as well, um, where, where I've, I felt like something was the right thing to do. And then with more um, reflection or, you know, time has a way of kind of like showing things and you realize, crap, I was wrong. That actually happens to me all the time. Yeah. Me too. Um, <clears throat> like, I voted for Hillary Clinton in the 2008 Democratic primaries. <laughs> <laughs> you regret that one, huh? What did I know? I didn't know nothing. Yeah, yeah. And and um, but I, I, I mean, think... I'm not reg- I don't regret it. Like she didn't win. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, I was pushing for her to win hard, hard. And uh, I mean, I think she would have been better than. I don't want to get into politics, but um, in the in the last the last go around, I think she would have been better than the president sure, that he ended yeah, up with. Sure. But, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, this whole yeah. Russia thing probably would have happened a lot sooner. Yeah. I, 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 for me, you know, without getting into too, you know, we, I'm sure we don't want to sit and talk about politics and religion, but like, um, 
that that's where I've noticed it the most, like within myself, there's certain things that I felt pretty passionate. It's not like I've completely changed my tune, but there may be um, certain areas that I, I felt one way and come to find out that maybe it's a little more complicated than I initially thought. Um, and, and I, th- I think a lot of the, you know, like discourse and whether it's on like social media or even like with family members, sometimes that gets complicated. I think for that very reason is, is, uh, you don't want to cede any ground. And so that's kind of why I think things get ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I read some, I read a tweet the other day that was saying how, uh, Trump supporters want to be lied to. The reason they like him is because they lie to, he, he lies to them and they know, he lies to him, but it feeds their narrative. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like a confirmation bias kind of thing. They, they don't, they don't want the, they don't want the truth because then they would have to face the truth. Yeah. Um, also we, on, on Facebook, I try to keep it light. Sometimes I, I have these moments where it's like, ah, yeah. post stuff that I shouldn't, but our, we have a cousin who posted, a. uh, I don't know if you saw this or not. She posted, um, it was a, it was a comparison of the price of gas now versus uh, 2000, I want to say 2008. Yeah. And when, when a Bush was about to leave office and right. they were the same. And so, right. and, and her point was, was that look, we've been through this before. Yeah. You know, this isn't the first time gas prices have been high. And so we have another cousin who's a QAnon type of person and she sure. comments on there. Of course they were, that's the same person in office. And so the cousin who posted said it was George W. Bush. He says exactly the same thing. They're both part of the deep state. Uh-huh. <laughs> so our cousin who had posted that thing was like, well, this is where I leave the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other cousin, the QAnon cousin, just kept going. She just yeah. kept posting stuff. And she's like, look, I didn't want this to be. And then other people are joining in, right? Like not our cousin, but her, yeah. her friends are joining yeah. in. Yeah. And they're having this argument with our other QAnon cousin. Yeah. And and she and she's going to look i didn't want this to be political i was just posting this to show we've been here before yeah <laughs> and i couldn't i couldn't hold back i posted some scathing thing where i was like talking to our q and because like everybody thinks you're a joke <laughs> oh no oh no and so she and, and within within 30 seconds the post was gone sure <laughs> she took it down. i feel bad i was like i usually hold back i try to hold back but it's like sometimes you see it go on and on i'm like oh, i'm gonna jump in on this one and then yeah <laughs> she yeah. took it and, was, and i actually was grateful i was like oh good yeah she took it down because I actually kind of crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. I became one of them. Yeah. No, it's well, hard. You wouldn't have seen my comment. It came down quick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, for real, I, 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 I have to not watch that stuff because it, it, it'll, it'll consume my day just thinking about all the things I want to say and do I want to get into this thing and all that, you know? Right, right. Because you're not changing any minds right now. Nobody's changing anybody's minds. Everybody's just poking the beast from right. from all angles. Right. That's that's and 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 uh, that's all it is, really. Right. Is is people are just looking for the thing that confirms what they already know. And so, if you come in trying to, I mean, even even the posts that she was coming in with, like saying, "Hey, look, this sucks," and sure, there's 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 probably a variety of reasons why we're here, but let's, let's point out it's, 
it, it's a we've been here before and it was under a different political party and you may say this is uh you know biden's gas prices but but uh you know or if you have a problem vote for republicans kind of thing but like look we, we've been here in the past and 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 that's not what people want to hear and so they're gonna there's there's no way that was going to be received you know what i mean Right. <laughs> oh man. Family and politics. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't it great? Yeah. Fun stuff. Uh, I, I once, the, what's the worst advice you've ever been, been given? I, I, well, I used to have long hair and somebody told me to cut my hair. <laughs> I kind of felt like that was some pretty bad advice, but uh, I'm trying to think of, has, has there been any, been any bad advice that you're like, man, I really wish I I really wish I wouldn't have gone there. I wouldn't have done that. I don't know. There's a lot of things. I, I don't know if I did it on the <laughs> advice of people. Yeah. I had the same thing once where somebody, I have a tattoo on my leg and it was, I got it when I was 23 and probably uh-huh. when I was that same age, right? When, after I got it, some, I was, I was working at a construction company and I was unloading a truck with a, a forklift and the truck driver comes over and goes, Oh, you got a tattoo. You're never going to have that for the rest of your life. You're going to regret that one day. <laughs> it's like, it's like, whatever <laughs> i'm like i actually i'll probably look at it and remember that i was 23 once yeah you know? yeah so uh, well, well now some time has passed how do you feel about that tattoo uh, it's just a terrible tattoo but i don't i like it i wish okay. it was uh, better <laughs> actually look at it now probably it's all faded and stuff it's whatever I, it's not like i would i don't know yeah it's yeah. small yeah but like my kids like they're all tatted up uh-huh so, and this weird stuff, it's like, what the, <laughs> I would never criticize it. Everyone does their thing. Well, that kind of makes me, I, that actually, when I, I've been thinking about this whole, uh, like advice thing. And I think sometimes advice is, it's a little bit like therapy, like therapy, a, a, a good therapist never tells you what to do. Right. They. You, they kind of let you figure it out on your own and they're just there to help kind of like probe the questions and like get you thinking and all that stuff. I think advice is a little bit that same way. Like sometimes there's just advice that it's not going to land well, no matter what, no matter what you do. And I think um, as the kids get older, that becomes even more, I, I think they're the ones you can actually give unsolicited advice to the least, right? <laughs> it doesn't land. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my, uh, my daughter has a septum piercing uh-huh. and, um, that's whatever. I'm not a fan of them, yeah. anybody, yeah. you know, <laughs> but I never have once, uh, even mentioned yeah. it. I've never, I've, I've never acknowledged its existence right. Right. to her. And, uh, we're, we're, my, my in-laws were in town visiting and my father-in-law sitting there and she walked in, and she walks in and he goes, Oh, I got your nose pierced, huh? Uh, I, I'd be lying to you if I told you I liked it. I, I thought you had a pretty face mm-hmm, without mm-hmm. it. And I and I got up and I walked over to him and I clapped him on the back on the shoulder and I said, congratulations, dude, you're officially yeah. old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear. And, and, and he's like, he's an old yeah. rocker. He's got earrings in his ears. And I'm like, man, I, I'd be like, I'd, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't. Like right. earrings, or if I right. like your earrings in your ear, like what do you like? Like, why are, is it okay for 
you know, I don't know. It was funny, but it was like it, it, it in that moment when he said that, I was like, oh man, that's how you know yeah. you're old. <laughs> yeah. when you're making this comment because all that's making her want to do is rock yeah. it more, you know? Yeah. Or, or just, uh, I- or just not see that person <laughs> anymore. You know what I mean? If they're not going to. Right. Right. All right. Well, yeah. I remember uh, I, our grandma um, that lived in, uh, you know, she lived several hours away and I was in town. I was, I was hanging out with my um, friends. We were doing some stuff and I'm like, we're in my grandma's neighborhood. I haven't seen her for a little while. Let's stop by and see her. And I had, when I had long hair um, when I was younger and it was just the same thing. She opened the door. She was like, the first thing out of her mouth, I hate your yeah. hair. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, nice to see yeah. you too, grandma. Well, and I, I think the thing I'm, I'm, you know, my kids are still relatively young, but they're getting older. They're teenagers. And the thing I, I'm, I'm finding is that, that um, it is, it is definitely getting harder to give the unwanted advice. And I think, I think for myself, the last person I want unwanted advice from is his mom <laughs> you know what i mean and so it's like yeah. so I, but my question yeah. is who who can you give on like who where where are the boundaries of where to give unwanted advice i and i guess maybe there is nobody right but um but, yeah even if someone asks for advice they really right. don't want it right <laughs> unless unless the advice you're going to give them is exactly what they want to yeah. hear yeah yeah it's hard it's hard giving advice i I, uh, like, like you said, like, I never, I don't want advice from my parents and I don't want to be the person that gives advice right. like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I, and, and I think, um, I don't know, a couple of years ago I was doing a lot of stuff online and, and kind of building a, a following online and, and kind of doing like what you were saying earlier about, um, just stepping into the mm-hmm. role and, you know, having the confidence in the things you say. And that, that kind of becomes a, a pro- could become a problem too, where you, you, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're talking right. about. You have no room to say anything, but because you're, you have, you're put in that role where you do suddenly you start thinking you're this person with, um, with yeah. the answers and you start yeah. thinking that you're this important person who, who people, you're this guru who can help people. And then you look around at your own life is falling apart and you have these people coming to you for answers. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird man where where we seek out advice from other people that don't know anything about. I I think that's, I think, I think that's a a good point. And that's one of my, sometimes I think that happens a lot, even in like ecclesiastical leadership and stuff like that, where, where, uh, people are kind of given a certain power and uh, it doesn't always lead, lead down good roads. Well, when you're told you're chosen yeah. by God, yeah, and suddenly you have that feeling, well, I'm chosen by God. I mm-hmm. must have some kind of yeah. clout. Yeah. Yeah. Advice. Oh, <laughs> 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 I, I know this was something we kind of talked about before, but I am, not, not trying to shift gears, gears here too abruptly. Oh no, please <laughs> shift. <laughs> but, uh, I am, we had kind of talked before about just different phrases that people use or, or like catchphrases that we hear pretty commonly. And I, I guess maybe first of all, 
Do you have catchphrases that you use pretty pretty regularly? Little little sayings that uh, you find yourself doing? Um, I don't know. I'm sure I do. I don't, I I just need to be self aware and recognize yeah. how yeah. they say it. Like, I, I find myself saying it is what it is all the time. It, it is. is what it yeah, is. that's an old yeah, yeah. one. It's a good one though. It's, it's withstood the test. It has. Sometimes it's it's just all it is. Are there any out there that you just can't stand? Um, I hate. To, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, hates me probably a strong word. I I don't like like uh, at the end of the day, or uh, <laughs> you just yeah. hear it so much. And I hate hundred percent, hundred percent. That that was one of those that I find myself using all the time. Is at the end of the day, and um, it's way overused. But at the end of the day, man, it's <laughs> it gets the job done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep you keep coming uh, back to it. Won't go away. Uh-huh. Um, the the one that that uh, drives me mad that it's and it's not it's not that it it's a bad catchphrase. It's just that people use it wrong. Is I could care less. That's that's the one. Yeah, I couldn't exactly. care less. Because it, it's I, I could not yeah. care less. It's, it's a double negative kind of thing. And and if you yeah. could care less, it means you care a little, right? <laughs> right. Well, but I mean, I guess that just speaks to how um, how how st- strongly are you going to tie people to to that? Like like you know what yeah. they mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they say it wrong. And, and, and like, how critical are you going to be? Are you going to just say, okay, I get what mm-hmm, they're saying. Mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. what they're saying. Like, just go with it. Or the problem is, is you, you can't, it's hard. It's like when you, someone says something wrong, you just get yeah. hung up on it. Even if you're trying to let it go in your head, you're like, oh, that's, you got it totally wrong. Yeah. Well, I, I had a, a teacher at back in high school. Um, that was her argument. <laughs> she, somebody said something wrong like that. I can't remember what it was, but, but her argument was, she said, what's, what's the point of communication? And she's like, to get a message from one person to another, was the message received? Then why do you care? You know, if you don't, if, if the message received, who cares if there was a, a few errors there? And, and I like, there's part of me that gets that, that argument. And then the, the petty part of me gets so hung up. Like my, my, um, my daughter always says anyways, <laughs> and every, yeah, every yeah. time I'm like, it's anyway, anyway, yeah, where people say, I've uh, seen "Yeah, it. oh yeah, um, yeah." The the catchphrase that I don't get um, that our mom used all the time um, is, "I can't, I can't win for losing." Man, I can't win for losing, and I just—I've never heard her say that. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no. Well, she says it all the time, and uh, what does that mean? What does that even that's mean? That's exactly my point. I've had—I looked it up once. And I, and I don't know if this is accurate, but I think the initial thing for can sometimes um, be used as because like, like, like I'm going to McDonald's for some breakfast, right? Or basically saying I'm going to McDonald's because I want breakfast. And I've heard that, that that's how the four is used. I can't win for losing. I can't win because I'm losing. And if that's the case, that like even it's like that's a it's a really dumb catchphrase. <laughs> I can't win because I'm losing. And, or, and maybe maybe it is actually a great catchphrase. Maybe it's just you're just pointing out the obvious. Yeah. So this says 
it, this is pretty straightforward, Doug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when one says I can't win for losing, they mean I can't win because I'm losing all the time. But I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I can't win for losing. <laughs> However, I don't think it's a good catchphrase because you're just pointing out to yourself and giving yourself that negative reinforcement that you're always losing. Yeah. Like that's not a positive thing to say. That's, it's like, it's kind of a sad sack. Debbie Downer, I can't win on everything I do. I can't win um, for losing. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, and now I'm, tr- I'm now I'm questioning cause there's a part of me that wonders, maybe this is a great catchphrase. Cause every time I hear it, I get lost on, on what is being said. And I focus on what in the, what in the hell does that mean? <laughs> what, what does that mean? And maybe, but maybe that's what makes it good is it's thought provoking. It's provocative. You have to sit and think. Yeah. Yeah. No, the one, and I, and I know a lot of people talk about this, so you know, we don't have to spend a ton of time on it, but the one that absolutely drives me mad, and it's because I've spent so much of my time working with teens, is the let's go. I just, that, that one's so bad. And I think it's because it's, like, it's just said with this like ridiculous bravado. It's arrogant. It's overly self-congratulatory. And it's kind of like it's, it's like uh, it's almost paradoxical because usually the person saying it is <laughs> doesn't really look very alpha, so to speak. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Well, what about what about uh, my bad? Yeah. Well, that oh makes, my bad. That there are some of those. There are some of those that I think are dating. And my bad. I, do young people say my bad? <laughs> probably not. Probably not. It's probably a Gen X. I don't, I don't, I can't, maybe, maybe older millennials might yeah. say it. Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious. I'm going to pay attention to that next time because I think there are some, there are some catchphrases that, that date you. Um, I saw something not too long ago and there were a few on there like um, bling. If you're talking about, yeah, bling. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, okay. Yeah. I you're always hated that one. The nineties to the two thousands kind of. That's when, that's what was your heyday. Um, do you remember, do you use Coolio? No, no, no I never used Coolio. I hate that. Oh man. When someone goes Coolio. Uh, 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 what is it about it that really gets you? I don't, it's just, it's just the people I've known that have said it <laughs> have always been, I don't know. I knew this guy who would always say it and he was, it was like, coolio and it just never sounded right it was yeah. like i was like, was like like wait a minute are you being serious did yeah. you really just say coolio or yeah. Like, yeah. just say cool yeah instead of all the time <laughs> uh what about what about the, the bomb? bomb or when people say mm, that's bomb oh yeah that's yeah. fire yeah <laughs> yeah that, that, it- that burrito was bomb yeah i don't hear that one so much anymore but there was a little time where it said bomb you know the bomb.com kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, I never <laughs> liked that. the bomb.com. I never get that. What's the bomb.com? What well, does that I even think, mean? I think it's just alliterative. We're kind of like, or it's not, it's not alliterative, but it just has that kind of rhyming, you know, feel to it. Because it's uh, got the, te- the, the beat. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and back when everything, but how was, did that start? Well, I, I think, how did that take over the country? I, 
you know, that's a great question. Um, and I have no idea, but the bomb, I, I remember hearing the bomb, like when I was in junior high school, which was the mid nineties. And so, you know, that's right as the internet's coming out. And so as the internet's starting to take over, I could see people just saying it's the bomb and every, you know, and you have all these, these, uh, commercials and whatever, whatever.com and like that, the dot com era is starting to, to, uh, come into fruition. And so I'm sure it was just a natural, the bomb.com. I'm sure just, I'm sure that came organically and whoever first thought it up, thought it was the greatest thing ever. And it just took, do you remember when, uh, the big fad was to put my in front of everything it was back in the, the, the MySpace days. I think, I think MySpace, but, but like the, uh, the local TV would be like my yeah, KUTV yeah. or my, yeah, 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 yeah. and every, everyone thought when you went online, you had to put a my, we even are in town here where we live. There was a place for where you would go get your x-rays done. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, my imaging was what they called it. And it was like, huh. for, and I remember I always hated it. It's like, oh, come on, man. You really, you're going to like name your whole name of your company my my imaging for yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Felt, I, and there's all these like old people sitting in there <laughs> they're in my imaging just felt like a younger <laughs> thing to say yeah well and it feels very specific to a time period you know like like, like a lot of those little things like today I'm trying to think of what what some of those things are today like there's there's little phrases that people use that you see like so-and-so's the they're the main character or uh have you seen those the main character yeah yeah oh yeah you, if you haven't seen this you are old i am i am <laughs> like like on social media when somebody's um being extra drawing a lot of extra attention they say you know she's the main character he's the main character I'm trying to think of what some of the other other ones are like or if they actually that's the what they say that's that, that's like in the caption yeah that's in the caption huh or, or like um interesting what was the other one that um it's, it was along those lines i just had it in my head um that's it'll, it'll come back to me but uh yeah i'm losing it there i'm trying to think of what some of those 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 common ones are now and i just don't know that uh when you're old what about what, a, what about when you hear people say stuff like uh and, and, and I don't mind it when I actually don't like, I don't mind it when I hear like younger people say like, that's lit or sure. that, might even be, that might even be dating me. That's probably not being used now. Or, or even like when you hear, like when I hear someone my age say something like, when I hear them say rad, it's like, yeah. it's like sandpaper. It's Is like, it? <laughs> I don't know why that's rad. It just doesn't yeah. feel right. Well, I, I, I actually agree. I have a hard time using some of those because they, it feels, it feels, it's hard to tell one, one, like you, you always have to like question yourself. Like, are you, are you, is this appropriate for my age? Um, Oh, like, like for example, on there, a thing you see now is so-and-so understood the assignment. Um, Have you ever seen that? Oh yeah. Yeah. They yeah, understood yeah. the assignment. I understood yeah. the, I have said that once or twice. Just yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I think it's super clever. That's I, I really, I, a lot of these things really do. It's this new unique way to capture what's going on in a little video. And that's, what's so awesome about it truly is it's like, Oh, that's, that's actually really, they understood the assignment. That's fun. That's clever. That's, that's a new, 
new way. But then there's the whole question of like, first of all, am I too old to use this? And then the other thing is, oh, are people still saying this? <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know if they're still saying that you're too old to use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, I've, I'll say to my wife, I understood the assignment, you know, and, and yeah. it's kind of funny between us. But if I say that and my kids are around, forget it, man. They're oh, slowing me. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even that, the slay is, is slay. Uh, is that too old to use anymore? No, I think you have to be old to use slay. Okay. Okay. Probably I don't rap, know. I use slay. I use slay. I, use slay. I, I, I say gnarly a lot. Yeah. Well, gnarly, but usually I use gnarly as a negative. It's like when something's like, I don't like, I don't be like, that's gnarly when it's cool. It's more like this thing's gnarly when it's rough. Well, here's, here's a little piece going back to this whole advice thing. And, and maybe this is a nice little bow to tie this whole thing together. Yeah. You know, that whole, um, sometimes you just got to own it. And, and we talk on here a lot of, of um, age, right. And there's just, there's just different generations. And I think that's part of just being in midlife is, is it's a transition. It's just, there's like these key rites of passage of life. And, and those late teens, early twenties is a like life changes so dramatically then. And then I think middle age life changes again. And there's probably another window when you're, you know, retiree age kind of thing, but it, you really, you really have to wrestle with this. I'm not young anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm on the back nine kind of deal. And, um, and maybe it's, maybe the thing is you just own it and just own that you use things incorrectly. Just own that you're going to get eye rolls from the kids and that's okay. Maybe that's the key. Let me, well, let me give you a piece of advice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. After we finish this up here and you, and we're, and we're done and you're just going about your day and your, your kids are around Let's say you're, you're all together in, in the kitchen or in one room. Sure. Just casually drop. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna predict what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> I think I think um, everybody will pause and look at me, and then and then this is another one of those questions. I'm wondering: Is that too old now? Are are they still using that? What's your What's your take on it? I, I don't know. I hear sick all the time. So they're Do dope. You? People say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they still use it. If, if you say that in front of your kids, if you say that's dope or that's sick, yeah. <laughs> they, and, and, and maybe do this, maybe you say that's sick. And then you're going to get that little, they're going to look at you and then follow it up with, don't you think that's dope? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give that a shot. And you will feel your age, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It will be gnarly. Yeah. Maybe it's a little, that's, if you're struggling with your age, maybe you need to do those things just to inoculate you to just, to like, uh, get used to the response. <laughs> I mean, there are people, I mean, and, and maybe it's just who, who you are. Cause I know people who are old that say that stuff and get away with it, but yeah. that's like part of who they are. Right. And, and, and they do, they own it, mm -hmm. but that's nothing I could ever own. <laughs> I just, <laughs> you reject it. It's not that I reject it. It's just not part of my yeah. everyday usage. So it's not something that flows off natural. Yeah. Easy for me. Makes um, sense. I like, I'll say stuff like, uh, I, I, I kind of like funny things like, like 
I would say probably the I use a lot like a, it's like deja vu all over again. It's like you know it's it's like well of course it's like deja vu. It's if it's all over again. It's like that <laughs> you know it's that double usage. Yeah, but I yeah. like it because it's always like. It's, it's more, it kind of goes back to an old Saturday Night Live, I think. I kind of I kind of use the old uh, John Lovett's voice, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like deja vu all over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that always gets a little response. That's fun. That's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, well, <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. I'm not a big catchphrase guy, I don't think. I'm sure I am. I'm just, they're just, I'm sure there are people rolling their eyes at me like, ah, oh, there he goes again. <laughs> and I just don't know. Yeah. Well, and it's okay. It's okay to use some catchphrases, I think. Well, you know, this has been another week of uh, realize. Welcome back to another week of this is you. You are old. Yeah, <laughs> <Realizing> you're old. <laughs> yep. I'm not even trying to play to a young audience anymore because yeah. they wouldn't have made it past the first two. Minutes. <laughs> no way. If you're, st- if you're still here, you're old. 